The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 398. This is, of course, the number one PlayStation podcast of all time ever in history. And we talk about PlayStation sometimes in the early episodes. Caesar had a great PlayStation <laughs> yeah, podcast. That's right. Augustus, not Julius. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin obviously. had a wonderful PlayStation podcast, mm-hmm. but most of the time, no one heard it because they hadn't invented podcasts yeah. yet. Yep. They he, wouldn't yeah, be invented he, for And it was a little years. bit racist. Just yeah. a little too racist <laughs> for, for public consumption. Um, all right. Yeah. So we're off to a good start here. I'm your host, Max Scoville. Joining me, Marty Sleva. Thank you for having me, Max. You're here every day. Always here. <laughs> Brian Altano. <laughs> and... Andrew Goldfarb. Hey, I like how you held up the paper and then said Brad Brad, like as though you left yourself notes. That's right. I, well, my notes are just it. two pages, and one page says Brad, and the other one says, you gotta gotta clean your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we, can we notice, uh, I, again, every day Andrew comes in with another t-shirt that we mock, and this time he's wearing an Assassin's Creed t-shirt from six Assassin's Creed games ago. And people call um, you a hipster, Marty. Uh, yeah, um, also, that's not even the comfortable AC3 t-shirt. I have I a comfortable have, no, one. The one with Con- no, there's one that they made with Connor. It's oh, great. I didn't get that. Is it the Get, limited edition one? Yeah. yeah. I think we might the, have gotten that preview trip. It's yeah. yeah. a very soft shirt. Yeah. I have that what for a weird, black flag. What a weird thing to just be like, <laughs> let's talk about how soft this promotional t-shirt is. So there's, really a, there's a quick though. cheat code if you live in a major metropolitan area for video game t-shirts is you take them to Salvation Army and within three days you will see a drug addict wearing it. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. free is actually It's really funny to see a crackhead in a Katamari shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we've got news about video games. There's a lot of stuff that's happening. Yeah. There's so much. Uh, first of all, there's Uncharted coming, the uh, the Nathan Drake collection yep, coming to right. PS4. That's Huge. cool. Uh, yep, yep. Fallout, 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 Fallout. Yeah. That is, in fact, four Fallouts. There oh. is now Fallout 4. That's good. <laughs> you did it. You added that's the third a game Fallout. that's coming out. Dark yeah. Souls 3, meanwhile, is something that we didn't really think was... I mean, no, it's, all of a sudden it got it got scooped. Yep. It got uh, hot scooped. Announced via keychain that somebody yeah. took a picture of. No, was, no, that keychain. I don't think that keychain thing happened. Was it fake? It was, uh, it was a rooster teeth thing. Okay. Well, the a rooster re- keychain. I saw a keychain. Yeah. How'd you know about the keychain? <laughs> yeah. Someone showed me a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> keychain is secret. Okay. <laughs> so that's three of the biggest games of the year announced mm-hmm. uh, preemptively before E3. So why are we going? <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> um, stay here. Let's well, just do it from home. There will be stuff that we don't know about. Yes. Um, yeah. there there's. 
there's an interesting thing going on here. Uh, Blizzard's Paul Sam has joined Ready at Dawn as the CEO. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Super Meat yeah. Boy is coming to PlayStation. Yeah, for that's free. Really Finally, for yeah. free. Yeah, for yeah. free. For, PlayStation for Plus. no monies at all. That's cool. They had a really, they had a really. Except what you took to buy your PlayStation. Lovely, earnest press release about that. Yes. Like they were like, hey, sorry, this hasn't been on a PlayStation console, guys. We seriously didn't want that. Like yeah. we want people to play our game. That sure. was a business yeah. thing. Cough, Microsoft. Cough. You know. Is it weird yeah. that every time someone uses the word earnest, I think of the hit? Film series Ernest. Yeah, like I actually think of um, Mr. Ernst from the hit show Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Oh. I think of the. Importance See, I think that one's Ernest. not weird. I think that one's a little weird. Okay, well, Jim the Varney died of yeah. cigarettes. Cigarettes. Uncharted. Uncharted. Let's talk about Uncharted. We, yeah, we totally kind of ex- mm. expected this. We talked yes. about this. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's the Nathan Drake collection. Yes. They're probably gonna have a few little tweaks here and there because they did yep. basically have to rebuild this thing for. The PS4. They mm-hmm. said that it's a different architecture from PS3, which we knew, and mm-hmm. the previous games were heavily taking advantage of the the PS3s. Yeah, but yeah. unlike 60 FPS. And yeah, 60 FPS. But they're removing the multiplayer from two and three, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are sort of uh, upset about. Like, I don't know. I, I liked the multiplayer in. I played a lot of the three, especially the beta. Sure. Um, but I mean, it doesn't upset me that it's not there, especially because it said you get beta access to Uncharted 4's multiplayer with this collection. Yeah. Right. And, but really that cool. won't be there at launch, right? No. It didn't say either way, but my guess yeah. is that, yeah. that that'll come later. It'll I, sort of I, I, be like so you, bought, you bought a ticket in. Yeah. This it. doesn't come out until, what, like October? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess it depends on when Uncharted is coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if well, it's not this year. Oh, I mean, they yeah. said Uncharted's well, before March 31st. Right. Yeah. So that's what I mean. So it's like if it – I don't think you would do it six months or five months early, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I, I would guess after New Year maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Total shot in the dark. Yeah, I think that complaining about the lack of multiplayer here is kind of missing the point, you know? Because right. if you're you're gonna you're going to get your multiplayer, you're gonna get beta access. Yeah, it yeah. seems totally reasonable. It's not like they're saying there's no Uncharted multiplayer ever coming to PS4. It's just like, here's the thing, here's a collection yeah. of the games with the parts that people typically talk yeah, about. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and the story is what's important here. Like they're doubling down on the fact that it's like, hey, this new one, especially like with all the a thief's end and like hinting that this is sort of the end of his journey mm-hmm. and all that. Like it's important to see where it started and to and to kind of get yeah. those story angles. And like we've said before, like just look at the early adoption uh, console. I guess it's not early adoption anymore, but there are a hell of a lot of people who own a PS4 who probably never had a PS3. Yep. Yeah. So there were people who were 360 guys and all of a sudden now they have a PS4. So, so I'm actually personally really excited for this collection um, because I I played through The Last of Us and loved it, and I specifically said when I finished it, this was an amazing experience. I never want to play this game again. I never want to repeat. Mm-hmm. I never want to go through any of this. This yep. was such an amazing emotional ride. And then The Last of Us Remaster came out, and I got about 10 hours or five hours in, maybe seven or eight hours in, mm-hmm. and I said, I don't know why I did this again. This is sort of like, it's. I've been here already. I've done this before. But something about the Uncharted games. Uncharted's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. like, it's it's that movie you throw on yeah. on a Saturday afternoon. It's like, it's every, like every time Die Hard's on, yeah. I have to stop and watch it. Totally. You know, like, I feel the same way around about, like, Uncharted 2. Um, and I'm, I'm, I definitely feel that way about Uncharted 3, even though it, it obviously gets a little darker at times. Night! Night, no! <laughs> <laughs> But I want to play. I want to play the first one again because I want to see like if if there's anything they go in and actually tweak a little bit. Yeah, and that's where yeah. that's I where I start. I wondering. think that we're gonna see that. You know, yeah. I think that's cool. Um, yeah. No, I think that's that's a really really good point. This these are totally games that are they are fun, and that's not to say The Last of Us isn't fun, but that's exactly the wrong word for it. No, it's emotionally yeah, exactly. draining. I mean, it's harrowing. It's yeah. the difference between yeah. engaging. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Schindler's List. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. made well, by the same dude. Schindler's List is fun and yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you didn't... Oh. Okay, that works better. Yeah. Yeah. That works better than you think. Uh, engaging. So this isn't yeah. being done 
uh, internally at Naughty Dog, this is Bluepoint. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which who are sort of the like portmasters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the portmanteaus. That's that's be funny if it said that under their side. Portmasters. The portmasters. <laughs> Bluepoint. We, we literally were joking before you came in here about how you like portmanteaus, and yep. I said a portmanteau, and then you just went and said portmanteau on the show. Really so that's, funny, yeah. that's really good. That's really good. Can you explain what a portmanteau is to everybody? It's where you transferring. Combi- yeah, yeah, trans- yeah, it's transferring. You can explain what transferring is to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you play a game. On your, on your PSP. That's right. <laughs> um, and then you go somewhere with it. So, I don't know if this is like weird, like uh, uh, crockpot theories, but yeah. do you think one of the reasons that multiplayer isn't included is because everyone's sort of afraid of like what happened with the Master Chief Collection last year, where the games worked great, but like the, yeah. sort of the net code just got completely borked. In the, I, I think yeah. so. That's that's definitely a fear. That's yeah, definitely. But a fear. I don't think it. So I would guess that. Not so much as a reaction to that they didn't do it, whereas I think maybe it's for the same reasons. The same reason that Master Chief Collection was messed up because they were taking kind of old code and trying to make it work in a modern system. Uh, they probably looked at that challenge and were like, it's probably not worth the risk, yeah, right. rather than being like, oh, well, that Master Chief Collection came out. Let's not do that. Yeah, for I guess with Halo, like the multiplayer is more prominent. Yeah, no, and it was I, from I, even I the generation that. before. Yeah. Also, it's yeah. like. Yeah, that's that's totally a, a good point. Is like Halo is famous for its multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It is exactly the thing there. I mean, like Uncharted. Yeah. It's not to say that it's bad multiplayer or that people don't play but it. Everyone but thinks of the campaign first. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's honestly sort of weird in retrospect that The Last of Us even had multiplayer. It mm-hmm. seems very much like a kind of thing that somebody higher up is like, gotta have that. Yeah, because Call of yeah. Duty's big, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it always feels like an, an afterthought in Naughty Dog games, even though it's it's pretty like, good. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, yeah. Last of Us was really good. Yeah, the Last of Us multiplayer is yeah. really good. Which I mean, that happens here and there where somebody is sort of like well we also have multiplayer and it turns out to be amazing but it's mm-hmm. it's not the focus at all yeah. yeah i think that really like this is sort of doubling down on the fact that of my belief that this is not really for people like us even though i just said i'm gonna be one of those guys that replays I'm totally games. Replay yeah. yeah this is this is for people who haven't played these games yet mm-hmm. and i think the multiplayer thing anyone w- asking why it's not there probably never played it to begin with that's people who yep. played it already and they just want it back for yeah. the for the sake of for nostalgia yeah, and, and I think yeah. being a completionist and sort people, of just having something on their shelf. Yeah, forever. people get mad finding out that like I don't I like I got I got the Star Wars prequels on Blu-ray. Yeah, and I bought like one of the newer packages of those, and it didn't come with any bonus features. Like there's yeah. there's like commentaries, but I was like expecting there to be behind the scenes stuff, and I just sort of assumed that there would be. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked, and I was like, huh, that's weird. And I probably wouldn't have watched that stuff anyway. But you just liked the fact that it was there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you get the. I mean, it's and it's it's hard. It must be hard to do this because you're like. Hey, here's a here's a new a new version of a thing you know with half of it is not there. Yeah, yeah, and ironically, that's like the most. I mean, a lot of people say that the Uncharted games are like movies, but that's about the most cinematic thing you can do is put out a re-release of your game in a higher definition, but chop off a bunch of stuff that was there. To <laughs> that's like every every copy of Blade Runner sold in the late '90s was just like, well, it's different than the one before. It deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. One, one weird thing, really, uh, final note, is that a lot of people thought it, this might include Golden Abyss, like yeah. a like a first time console port of Golden Abyss, right? Which yeah, it doesn't. Um, I mean, I don't like. I'm curious to see how much of Golden Abyss's story plays into UC4 My at all. Guess would be I've, little to none. I really yeah. doubt it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Golden I think Abyss was that was a different. Who, that was uh, that was uh, uh, Bend. Yeah, I think for, it's, uh, for posterity, it would have been cool to see that on a television in HD. But. See, I totally agree. But number one, it has the same problem that Terror Unfolded has, which is that like a lot of those things were so 
built around the Vita specifically. Mm-hmm. Like it was all like using back touch to turn things around and right. rubbing charcoal and holding up the light. Like those features. Did you like, actually have to you have to put charcoal on your Vita? Yeah. 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 Take like actual charcoal. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's an expensive yeah. system. I don't, That's I don't how you turn a white one that. into a black one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that would be worth it for yeah. this. And I, I think also it answers your question, right? Like how much of the story yeah. is important for Uncharted 4? Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't include it, so probably not a lot. It wouldn't, it wouldn't really surprise me that much if that showed up on as like a downloadable down the road like this yep. like hey Maybe, yeah. it is like how like ODST is. Is. Yeah. yeah I think it's yeah it's it's one of those things where if this sold incredibly well then like why wouldn't they do it as DLC mm-hmm. sure yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean it's 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 also it's a way more small scale game like I mean even putting even that, the things you're climbing yeah. are tiny putting like, that on the big yeah. screen would show its flaws really closely yeah. like you yeah. would you yeah. would notice that was really impressive to play that on a Vita because you're like holy crap how am I playing this yep. yeah but if you put it on a TV, it would just—I think it would feel like a subpar Uncharted. I mean, they One, could, it's they, also they, meant it's made with portability in mind. Like yeah. it has many more chapters than typical Uncharted games, and they're yep. much shorter because yep. it's like basically like you're. There's still a lot to do in that game, but it's like it feels like it's meant to be more of that pick up and play. Did a Vuvuzela play every time you died? Yeah. Yes. You actually had to. Um, a you had game. to blow into the microphone to play the Vuvuzela <laughs> every time. You died. I'm surprised. I mean, Is that a cat. Like honestly, they could have. They could have. You know, used the t- the PS4. <clears throat> Touchpad and had you rub charcoal off mm-hmm. of artifacts, yeah. but I'm seeing, kind of glad they didn't. We're seeing you know? Tearaway on PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, Weeksies. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Fallout, <laughs> Fallout, everybody! God, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. Um, it's it's almost like a, it's almost like a perfunctory excitement though. Like, right? It's Fallout yeah. 4. There's no question at all that I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things everyone is going to play it. We are all going to go nuts for it. Right. I now that the kind of the dust has settled. I'm was kind of kind of underwhelmed by that Whoa. reveal. Whoa! Sorry. No, Sorry. I'm, I'm right there with you. But there yeah. was a dog in it. Um, I mean, that, yeah, those are great animals. <laughs> I don't was, know what more you want me to say. That did a thing where it sh- it showed off a lot. Like it showed off a lot of a lot of stuff in the game. Yeah, we were sort and of it, expecting it to be like a teaser that was like the Doom thing, where it's like, yeah, oh, here's an frame. alien's crotch. I was, yeah. even, I was, I mean, they revealed Skyrim with like a slow panning thing of a mural, and then by the time Skyrim was shown off, you were like. Holy crap! Look yeah. at that, and you were seeing it in action. And I think that I think that they showed off too much in a way that wasn't flattering for it. I think like mm-hmm. what part of the issue is like we're so close. Like we knew about. I mean, we've know we've heard rumor. Every even our audience has. Re- and if you've read IGN in the last year, you've read rumors about Fallout being set in Boston and Fallout mm-hmm. Four is happening, and you know uh, us knowing the timing of it being totally something that was happening around E3, and then there was teasers. There was that mm-hmm. like card they sent out to people. There's just like all little clues, like the the bird seed trail leading up to this is like very obvious. So I think that we actually got it, and it finally put all that stuff to rest. But it was also like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Can talk, wait, well, can we talk about bird seed trail? Do you mean breadcrumb trail? No, if you leave breadcrumbs, then all the wolves will eat it. Yo, that's how you birds. catch a guinea fowl. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Never heard of the bird seed trail? No, you just said guinea fowl. That's a bird. Speaking of Italy. Yeah. Oh I wasn't God. trying to be like racist against Italians or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really have to try See, to. This is why that bedroom I'm a foul guinea. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the Ben Franklin podcast didn't work. And that right. was Speaking of Italy, starring Brian Altano and his racist-ass friends. I, I do think, like, my, my problem with Fallout right now is, like, I liked that trailer, but I it, just want to play the game. Like, yeah. I, don't, I feel yeah. like I don't need to see anything else. Like, I am fine. All right, yep, you got my 60 bucks. Well, like, six yeah. days from now, you're probably going to see a demo. So yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, I wish that it had been kind of, like, it showed off so much, and it really, like, we, we should talk about this. It graphically looks kind of underwhelming um, compared to some other stuff we've seen lately. Like, I'm yeah. playing The Witcher, and, like, to go from that to, to Fallout 4, 
from what we're we're seeing, it's right. It makes me it makes me wonder because it's been a while. It's been Fallout Three was what two thousand seven, and uh, and uh, Bethesda Game Studios obviously did Skyrim in between. Mm. Right. But it makes me wonder: Did this start as a last gen game? Like, I, I I don't know, or is it just that there's so much in it? Yeah. That the the scope of it means that you sacrifice graphical fidelity, but maybe yeah. that's I worth mean, it. So there's a huge there's a couple things I really like. I really like the fact that there were colors. Yep, that's a huge yes. thing. Yeah. Like, remember, like when I go back, like Destin's replaying Fallout. Out three for a bunch of stuff now and I go back and I look and like he has a bunch of PC mods and the game like lo- it still looks good but I'm like man there are not a lot of colors in this game well, it's all like green and gray and brown that was really it was a product of its time too I mean there was like a two or three or even five year stretch where every game sure. Resistance was on that yeah. yeah and then I think it became this like self aware mockery where everybody just said oh you know it's another brown game another beige game like all these games looked exactly the same and then little by little like i mean i remember when they first introduced like color in a diablo people were furious Mm -hmm. and now they didn't fall out and people are are really excited so i think things are turning around people understand that like that really just dead brown and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of movies started doing it too so the whole style just got ran into the ground but speaking of which that's something that i kind of noticed about this is that Fallout in video games, at least, kind of originated that whole like, it's <laughs> just like shots of like a robot and a gun that, you know, the you take something that doesn't, and then we got three Bioshocks like that. And like seven other games fit that exact same style where they took the old warbly record player and then like there was a mutant getting shot and it was like, oh no. And then Fallout was like, that's ours, mother. And they came back and. They're doing it again, but it seems so played out, you know? It was sort of like when Tarantino was making movies and he took a break and everyone made Tarantino-style films. He came back to do his own <laughs> Sorry, Marty. And everybody was just like, oh, your style's really played out. And he's like, I made that. Like, I yeah. invented that. Yeah, that's yeah. thing. I also would like... It, this game is going to be awesome. Like, it's it's going to be... It would be really, really weird if it was just sort of bad, you yeah. know? Because mm-hmm. they've it's, a, it's an excellent series, and Bethesda will make games that are like... That would be kind of janky, but they're really fun and they're really cool and they're just interesting worlds to explore. Yeah. It's like it when we get our hands on it, I think we're going to be pretty happy. Yeah. Speaking of but speaking of that janky thing, uh, we got an email yes. from uh, Travis, uh, Travis Kent. Kent. He says, "Beyond, quick question, guys. Given Bethesda's history with less than optimal performance of its games on the PS3, Skyrim and New Vegas in particular, do you have any reservations about Fallout 4 on PS4. No, no, because that not. was a PS3 specific yeah. problem. It didn't yeah. have enough RAM to handle those games. There was cell processor issues. Like now the PS4 is a beast. Like I think there's like that of yeah. the many yeah. concerns I have for this game, that's totally not one of them. And seriously of like any mm-hmm. multi-platform game so far this gen, I don't think I've we've seen one where the PS4 is the one that has either problem or suboptimal performance or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I would be very surprised. Um I think at this point like if anything, I would expect the PS4 one to be the more powerful. I would I yeah, would say yeah. that that Sony probably looked pretty closely at what the problem was with games like Skyrim and, yeah. and New Vegas when they were designing the PS4. Yes. Like this was, so. Like, speaking yeah. of which, uh, Brett Woodman's that's like a woodsman, I think, but weird. <laughs> uh, says Fallout 4 will be a timed exclusive on PS4. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's my shot in the dark prediction. Maybe I really uh, doubt no it. Way. Yeah, I mean, I, really we'll, we'll, I think we would find out more next week. But what I think is, it'll it'll have exclusive content because everything does now. Everything has that grid. Every video game has that watchdogs looking grid of like, oh, yeah. you can get this here, and the hats at Best Buy, and Radio Shack has the gun holster. And- I don't think Radio yeah. Shack's still playing. <laughs> but they, have City the gun they definitely have the gun holster. Uh, yeah, Circuit City has plenty of gun holsters because yeah. it's empty and there's a bunch of <laughs> squatters in there. Yeah. Uh, what uh, didn't Wolfenstein have some PS4 something? 
Exclusivity? Anyone? Yeah, I think I they're, so. not not exclusivity, but they had some kind of time. I think they had DLC. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think Fallout needs it. Like, no, I, don't, I, I, mean, I would be very surprised. That being said, just... like, I totally expect some game at E3, whether it's a game we already know about or an announced mm-hmm. an unannounced game, to that Sony is going to try to gobble it up, like how Microsoft did with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Right. Yeah. Um, and like Tomb Raider will eventually come to PS4, I'm sure. I mean, they like, did. They did with that was their big move for No Man's Sky last year. Yeah. To I'm almost to a, a year yeah. ago to to the T. I, I believe the the story goes that No Man's Sky was heading into E3 as a free agent, mm-hmm. and Sony sort of swooped it up at the last minute and folded it into their press Bet conference, so which is a big Sony get. Betted it, yeah. That's right. Betted. They they romance them. They ro- yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think I think it looks I think it looks great. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Like, yeah, visually, it's not the best looking game in the world. I kind of have a problem with that, but I have a bigger problem with people saying, "Yeah, none of their games do," so that's okay. And I'm sort of no. just being like, "Well, crazy <laughs> Pete always smokes cigarettes in the I, house, so I mean, maybe I'm just <laughs> he's like, allowed to do do that." It's like, no, go outside. It's I, bad. I, they definitely. I mean, you see that you see the problems with them as we kind of. As time has passed, they've aged weird. But like, yeah. Skyrim is still like that's a pretty cool looking game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get how somebody would say that's like an ugly game. Yeah, and they do. Bethesda is able to do open worlds. There was so much just as well as anyone else. There was so much hyperbole. People were saying like the hands look like San Andreas. Like San Andreas hands was a thing people were saying for a while. Like the guy petting the dog. Yeah. It's like. Also, I think they're going Stop. for kind you of go, a, you go play that game. It's more look. cartoony. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think they're kind of going back to old Fallout, like which has like mm-hmm. a very kind of. It was kind of goofy, you know. Well, it looks like that aesthetic of yeah. like that, like pre-war, like yeah. those propaganda. Also, we saw a trailer. We saw a trailer. We didn't yep. see the game. We're yep. going to see the yep. game, and it's going to like. Well, that's, hope- it's interesting because, like, I think at this point, my biggest fear for the game is that it's as good as the previous games. That it's just yeah. more yep. of the same because more of the same would still be an incredible game. But it's just like I, what I'm waiting for is like, it's not the graphics that make me concerned. It's that it's like, yep, that looks like kind of like Fallout Three, and and I mean that in a positive way. But it's also like I kind of want something totally different. Right. Like it's, the, it's the same boat I'm in now with like Assassin's Creed and Need for Speed and all these other mm-hmm. games. I'm like, yeah, they're going back to their roots and that's really interesting, but I just start to feel burned out on it after a while. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear with the game is that I buy it and bring it home and open it and a, a bat flies out. Or a bunch of spiders <laughs> are just inside, <laughs> yeah. like your peanut yeah. butter. Like. Uh, yeah, there was, there was actually no What if you open it up and it's the wrong it's the wrong disc? It's like, that's if you buy the game like from Windows bat, printer bat software. Bethesda. Like, <laughs> <no. laughs> Bethesda! How could you have? Uh, I'm curious to see if, uh, I guess my last thought is if, uh, like, the, the trailer has a lot of what was life, life like before and after. Like, yeah. I wonder if that That's what we should have been talking about this entire time. Will, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the before stuff will actually be in the game, if that's a playable yeah. thing. I if have time a, travels in the game, if, like, I, you're playing a character as they're younger. Or, like, the Max, Max and I were debating this off so, yeah. the they, they do a thing. Yeah. But that's the, that's the thing where they kind of, they'll sort of show you the main mechanic in a trailer, but they won't label it. Yeah, like Skyrim was all like, I mean, Skyrim confirmed dragons. Like you were like, yeah, this, and they was talking about like Alduin and stuff. And it's like, that was a big part of that game. Like the whole dragon shout thing was like that yep. was all that was like the kind of core game mechanic. And they sort of alluded to it in early stuff, but without being like, yeah, you get to absorb dragon souls and then you shout at people and they blow up or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, in this case, I I would be, I think that time travel is a very very safe bet yeah. in terms of like, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's confirmed, but it seems like. The trailer does kind of allude to that, or conversely, uh, it might do. It might be set in kind of two different time periods. Like it might do the thing that Fallout Three did, where right. you're a baby, but like the tutorial sequence is leading up to the the big war. Or whatever. Yeah, I never like I I am amazed like because I've read that in line. I never watched that trailer and thought time travel. I yeah. thought like the Bioshock Infinite thing where it's like you start out before the shit hits the fan, and so it's like you start in pre-war and then you mm-hmm. eventually get there, or maybe you even go back and forth per chapter or some kind of weird thing. But like yeah. in an open world game, that's a really hard story to tell. Yeah. Well, 
what 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 tripped people up was it was the exact it was segments of the exact same part outside of the vault that you could flip back and forth between or at least the trailer was doing mm-hmm. that. and it's but like I you don't... see that in like Metro twenty thirty three and Last Light do that a little bit right, right? like you're you're walking through and you almost get like a second of like seeing what it was like it's like before. the whole it's the whole Tomorrowland trailer yeah you know like yeah, yeah, they yeah. do that very well in that uh, which I haven't seen yet but I want to um, but it looked like. Uh, to me, it's like if that's a game mechanic, A, that kind of would explain why the graphics aren't through the roof amazing because mm-hmm. if they're building two worlds on top of each other, then, yeah, that's a little more work. I was speculating about that, and Dan Stapleton was like, oh, there's no way that's going to be the thing. And I was just like, I mean. It's a good Dan Stapleton thank voice. Thank you. I've, 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 it's, it just sounds like you're Marty but with less yeah, woes. Well, really... uh, everybody at IGN <laughs> sort of has the same voice. It's just a different pitch. That's just voices in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I love the. I've always loved the the, the mirror mechanic in, in Link to the Past, like the dark, right, dark right. world switching back and forth. And I feel like has anybody really like Bioshock Infinite wanted to do that? Like that was going to be the thing. Was the, mm-hmm. the, the tears did yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that it's it's something that is. I mean, Bethesda knows how to make games. Mostly, you know, like yeah. they, sometimes your horse goes through a wall, but otherwise, you know, they're pretty cool. So <laughs> sometimes cheese starts it's, vibrating. It's interesting you mentioned <laughs> Link to the Past is actually kind of the best comparison I've I've heard of why this could work because in the I believe correct me if I'm wrong, but in the dark world you could warp back to the light world pretty but much not vice anywhere, versa. but not vice versa. Yeah. Vice versa, or had to be specific points in the light world. And so I was talking about this with Max about how if you were in the you know apocalypse fallout and you're fighting a mutant and you're like nope you could just hit a button and go back in time to where it's happy and all the kids are like yay they're on the playground and then you walk 50 feet ahead and you warp back and the mutant's like where'd it go like (laughs) that doesn't work you know that's weird that's that you could skip through you could basically warp through everything but if there are like sort of memory points where you Mm -hmm. walk through and it's like oh god and he grabs his head you know fallout's always they've you know there's Sleeping, you know, like, yeah. oh, you can't sleep here, it's an own bed, you know, like, or yeah. you, you yeah. can't fast travel, you're over encumbered. Like, it'll make up its own rules, you know, they're good about that. Mm-hmm. But, I don't um, know, I think that mechanic sounds awesome, it just doesn't feel like Fallout. Like, it would be really interesting. Like, it's exactly what I just said I wanted, where it right. like, doesn't Something feel new. like Fallout 3. Like, yeah, like, I, I think that would be really cool for the franchise, but like, right. I don't know if that would upset like the kind of hardcore, like, people who've been there since the beginning. Yep. I wonder if, I mean, they're never going to show this in the trailer either way, but like, they're gonna have vats, I imagine. Maybe you know, like yeah. it's, it's one of those things. Like so. Skyrim didn't have that at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, do you think yeah. there's a karma system again? Like, do we know yeah. like, how dialed in it'll be to like the mechanics yeah. of Fallout? 3? I mean, I think that's something that we'll find out in yeah. a couple days. Yeah. I, Bethesda shows us actual gameplay. We're gonna yeah. figure that out. Like right? Fallout, yeah. like Fallout Three, I feel like it had vats kind of as like a like a mea culpa to people who were fans of the old series mm-hmm. with yeah. turn-based stuff. And it's like in reality, they're like. We, we're trying to make a real-time open-world action game. Yeah. You know? yeah, and Skyrim didn't have anything like that. But I mean, the Elder Scrolls has never had like. I'd be okay. I'd be okay thing. with with Vats dying off. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people would be so vats. pissed. But it's yeah, just... it made me. It made it too. <laughs> Get out of here, Vats. <laughs> I was the other thing. Fell in a vat. <laughs> I don't think I ever did combat without Vats in that game. Uh, I, I feel I like really, I used it as a crutch because uh, it's yeah. like if you if you want to walk up something you like get to pause time basically and just yeah. Like well, yeah. yeah. So it's, see, there was already time travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time pausing. Wait, last Dude. question. Is this game coming out in October? Ooh, I hope so. I, I mean, really that's what so. like a bunch of retailers online are dating at 2015, and we have some placeholder yeah. October dates. Like Thanks. Amazon finally placeholdered it. Placeholder? That's not a verb. Placeholder. Place place in, place, in, place in your history and experience, Andrew Gofor, what does that mean? Is that is that a good sign? Because I know we yeah. see placeholder dates all the time. So they normally do them based upon quarters. So yeah. it's like if a game is like Q1, they'll just put March 31st because that means that's the latest possible date it could appear. 
Um, so generally, Amazon will just put no release date has been announced. If they put December 31st, 2015, that generally is a good sign that they have some reason to believe that game's coming out in calendar 2015. Right. So I would think that's good. Amazon specifically, because like GameStop and a bunch of other places can do whatever, but Amazon specifically is like pretty structured. Um, I would say it's a pretty good bet that it's at least 2015. The October thing, yeah, there wasn't like a, I think EB Games Australia, I think it was, or snitches. Yeah, they put <laughs> they put October. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it would make sense for it to be this fall. Yeah, like I mean, it would be people nuts, have waited though, so long. That- like we talk about all the time how games get announced too early like we talk about this all the time yeah, yeah. the fact that someone yeah. will announce a game and then within five months it's available that would be yeah. pretty baller maybe I would love the that. fact that we haven't heard about Fallout for so long is because Bethesda kind of is intentionally doing that yeah. and realizing yeah. that I would I mean, love that they announced what is it they announced Skyrim in tail end of 2010 yeah, and it was, it was out a, yeah. a year later straight mm-hmm. up yeah. like, and it was like that's that's really that was really nice, you yeah. know. That was great. Yeah. There was no kind of long drag for that. And we were just talking about this the other day, long like dragon. if they, ooh, <laughs> we were just talking about this the other day, like so few games announce a date and then come out on that date, like oh, sure. everything gets delayed, Yo, even if it's two weeks. Eleven, eleven, eleven was like yeah. that was ballsy, and yeah. like if the cheese vibrated on the table, I think it was kind of worth, worth it for, it for like, that date. Yeah, yeah. is that a euphemism? <laughs> no, it's literally what happens in that game. You'll be like fighting skeletons, and you'll look over, and they'll just be like. <laughs> this is piece of like a big old wheel of cheese is sh- shaking around. <laughs> or you'd be like walking through the the woods or something. They'll just be like a goblet floating in midair. You're like, ooh, a ghost. I think. God, I love those games. They're, I mean, so, they're so weird. Bethesda has their own press conference at E3. We'll find out in a few days. I don't yeah. know if they have anything else confirmed, announced, or confirmed releasing so, this year aside from the Wolfenstein thing that just yeah, came out. Yeah, Doom okay. will be at the press conference. They confirm yeah. that. Uh, but we don't, yeah, know, we don't know. No release date. I would on that. be amazed if that's this year. But I guess we'll yeah. see. So I think Fallout is their thing this fall. Could be. Did you see Out. at the beginning of Game of Thrones when that horse was on fire? Yeah, man. You know what? No, and I haven't watched it yet. No spoilers. Oh, man. it's well, like four we'll seconds. We're just in. talking about well, a horse who's on fire. It's hypothetically, if there had been, which a horse is like, and I got a problem with this because, like, in The Witcher Three, the first thirty seconds, they chop a horse's head yeah. off, and then they burn a, a horse in, in Game of Thrones. Like, if you're gonna kill a horse, like, and give it a minute. <laughs> You know, like, what, what do I say? What do I say to that? Like, like, what, give it an hour. You, you got to kill a horse in the first thirty seconds of your. There's a problem. Stop swearing about horses. <laughs> Stop pa- doing. That. I'm passionate about this. You realize that the Game of Thrones and The Witcher are made by different people. Yeah, and they have they have no idea if people. They're are called. Wrong. They're called trends okay and i'm picking up on one and it's that people don't like horses in the what fantasy if just, world what if this year is like like the the there was <laughs> e3 is just 2012 like 12 was the year of the bow or whatever what if this year it's like fans around the world <laughs> will be thrilled to know that the horses are all procedurally flammable <laughs> this fire is burning in real time they're Look like at they, how should, they the show one shot for like bah, 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 bah. nathan drake's back he gets off a horse and just chops its head off like, <laughs> what the f- no! God, that would make E3 for me. That would be so great if it was just mean to horses and just looking over at you being upset. <laughs> or Beck is like, hey guys, I'm here to announce Sound Shapes 2, but first, and he kicks a horse off <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> That's actually how Phantom Pain ends, is Snake has to put his horse down and you have to pull the trigger the camera. To promote Just Dance 17, Flo Rida will rap an entire song from atop this horse that's gradually sinking into quicksand. <laughs> the PlayStation family has moved over 65 million units, but first, let's shoot a horse point blank in the mouth. It's really horrible. It's awful. Here's All Shuhei right. Yoshida and Adam Boys. They're going to just rip a horse to shreds. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
All right. All right. We're beating a dead horse. Um, Speaking <laughs> of games where you could probably kill a horse. Dark Souls 3? Yeah. That was that was came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, Rooster, Rooster Teeth got a bunch of screenshots and then showed them off in a video. My good pal Adam Kovic, he's a lovely man. Um, coming to PS4, Xbox One in 2016. PC is listed, but is accompanied by the word negotiable. Uh-oh, yeah, so they, they Kickstarter. They got, they got hot. <laughs> I think um, that I think that some publishers like to mess with PC people because yeah, they yeah. know they get riled up easy. Yeah. Are you offended by that, PC gamers? Why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> Listen to our number one PC podcast. Command prompt. The command prompt. The newest episode was in 2011. <laughs> with, with Charles and Anthony. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those, obviously, uh, Bandai Namco hasn't confirmed the game's existence, but these screenshots, unless there's some, the Rooster Teeths are real good Photoshoppers, uh, this game's obviously real. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they said they, they give a lot of like stats that just it's like ten classes, like forty five really new enemies. weirdly specific, right? Stats. Yeah, like I like, don't even I don't know even, why they would have this. And like, who even knew those stats about Dark Souls two? Unless they went yeah. back yeah. and added up, like um, very strange. They said that there are twelve areas, which means nothing, but they said roughly the, the length or the <laughs> what? An, what an immensely vague measurement. Twelve well, levels, like, forty five new there enemies, are is hundreds like so... of different surfaces. <laughs> Uh, one thing they said was 60 minutes of cutscenes, which is weird because n- normal Souls games have like three. Yeah. So that's a mm-hmm. that's a big difference. It seems uh, like it's kind of missing the point of why people like those games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah there's a lot of uh, I don't know. Sort of my my question here. You can check out the story uh, on the site to actually you know see the video and see the screens and everything. But uh, with Bloodborne coming out, you know, three four months ago, obviously we love it, Brian. You ranted passionately about yeah. it. I loved it. Like I love the Souls games. Is anyone worried that this is going to be like one too many? Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's bad if this becomes now that there are kind of these like dueling banjos versions of this franchise. Like, it's weird if this does become not like annualized in that one publisher is doing it. But yeah, it's weird if we get Souls well, I mean, switching off with Bloodborne. Yeah. We're also getting Bloodborne DLC. Right. So yeah, that's I mean, right. Shuhei's that's, confirmed. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, like to yeah, me, that's that's all I need personally. But this, I mean, like I was asking you about this on the show about when do I jump into Dark Souls, and like this sounds sounds interesting enough, if only for this this uh, boss battles thing. Yeah. About how boss battles now have a new heat up factor that completely changed boss battles based on undescribed factors. <laughs> My favorite thing in the world. But, so uh, they had two side by side screenshots, and it was like it almost reminded me of Bloodborne, to where like in this in a boss fight, you're fighting this dude who just looks like a big knight. Yeah. But if things you do in the game leading up to that fight could impact the fact that you get there and the dude is like a bloodborne wreck monster yep. with like skin yep. flaps and like claws and everything. Yeah, it's I like, was wondering about that if there are certain attacks or like maybe spamming something can cheese him into basically transforming into something else. Yeah, like or if, even like things you do. It'd be cool if there were like decisions you made in the world to where like in Bloodborne if like something I did impacted what Vicar Amelia was like. Yeah, and that's some, so But cool. you didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. You got there and you're like, oh, the fight? No, it was just like a woman I fought. Whereas I get there and I'm like, no, it was a scary horse pony lady. Maybe it'll be like in, ter- in, in every arcade game in the 90s where you beat them up long enough and they turn orange and then they and turn start red. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. It's just like just colors. That'd be awesome. Colors. There's all, the, all the Dark Souls 3 bosses have giant like red hitboxes and you're yeah. like, yeah, get, a, get his nose. He hates that. <laughs> he doesn't like that one bit. Oh, Let's he kick shell. <laughs> Shoot him in the eye. Um, yeah, the screenshots look Really cool. The environments look cool. Yeah. There's like this thing that sort of looked like the the yeah, eye the of Sauron, sword. like the obelisk. Oh yeah, they're like things. ghost swords yeah. on the ground. I don't know what that was. It was a maybe, big white kingdom. You know, maybe it's because it's a week before E3. But are we? We've talked about this before, but I think we're rapidly approaching just video game overload. Like the yes. scale yeah. of a Dark Souls game is like you have that. You got Fallout. You got Batman. Metal Gear. You've got Batman. Basically, yeah. everything's an open world game at this mm-hmm. point. Yep. And like. 
No Man's Sky, which will take literally 95 why, years. That's why I'm really excited for Uncharted games, because I know I can just... Yes. It is a It is an awesome, rickety, crazy car on fire that I get to drive <laughs> through the jungle for 15 hours, and then I'm out. You know, yeah. it's it's nothing like this. Like all of these games worry me that I, like I looked at the the HUD for the last Assassin's Creed game, and it looked like like when you pull up Yelp in a city. Yeah, it was just like I could eat at every one of these restaurants for the rest of my life. There's so much to do; it actually feels like a second job. Mm-hmm. So I do get worried about fatigue of of of, of games that are too big, and that's yeah. why I like to play games like that and then split them up with much smaller ones. Yeah, but totally. I think yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah, and I mean. Uh, I, think, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but like when I was uh, at From Software in Japan doing some Dark Souls 2 making of stuff, uh, they had like four floors in a building. And then when I went back f- a year later for Bloodborne stuff, they had eight floors. So they ostensibly had doubled as a company so within a year. next year they'll have 16 floors. No, it's 12. You just get four every year. It's not exponentially. Oh, that's disappointing. Because then what happens the next year? <laughs> they literally floors. own multiple buildings. <laughs> uh, that's stupid, Andrew. That's so that dumb. stupid. <laughs> you get the uh, hell out. Uh, uh, yeah, what about that this says 2016? So it's like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I completely agree with you guys about the fatigue of mm-hmm. too many things, but it's also like, I don't know, this could yeah. pretty I mean, easily be way late next year. The fa- yeah. fatigue of too many things for people with a PS4, not yeah. necessarily that fatigue for Xbox One, because if yeah, you had already played, if you already Xbox. played Dark Souls Two on last gen, you are you might be super excited for this if we see yeah. more at E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So here's the thing. Blizzard's Paul Sam joins Ready as Dawn as CEO. Um, they're opening a new Austin, Texas hub. The yeah. really interesting thing here mm-hmm. that says they're developing for PC, Xbox One, PS4, and one other unannounced platform that you will find out about soon. Yeah. That, PC, which is PC2. Yeah. All the sequel <laughs> to PCs is finally coming out. The OUYA. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but, so I don't know. Like, some people are speculating that this is a new. I've literally read someone like Vita 2, and I'm like, ah, don't, don't, don't. That's probably not what he's talking about. Um, some people are thinking that he might be talking about specs for Nintendo's next thing mm-hmm. that they might have. Other people are just like, they're probably talking about Amazon's fire thing that, that like Clint Hawking is making a game for and Kim okay. Swift and Double Helix. I feel like he just phrased it really badly, and he meant you'll find out about the game soon. Oh well, I mean, he said platform. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah it's, no, that's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah. It's so weird to me. Like, that's not maybe a, it is the Amazon thing, but it's like, yeah, it could also know. be like that's such a bizarre. VR. It could be the Oculus or Morpheus. Yeah, or yeah. Morpheus. yeah that's yeah, actually that's good. True. That's actually a good point. Um, and yeah, just to, yeah. I guess backtrack because we didn't say Ready to were the developers of uh, the Order eighteen eighty six, and then beforehand they did the God of War games for PSP. Yeah, and they did the Wii port of Okami. They did the Wii port of Okami that had real wow. good box art. Yep. You remember That's that true. box art? Yeah, yeah it had, had the IGN watermark. logo on it. It had an IGN watermark on it. <laughs> How <laughs> the hell does that happen? <laughs> Get it together. Um, yeah, I mean, this is interesting because he also goes on to mention that uh, the order as an IP is yep. owned by Sony. So in theory, if, I mean, I have no doubt we will be getting an order follow-up that doesn't necessarily mean Ready at Dawn's going to be developing it. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, they said that, and they said going forward they want to own all their IP. Um, so that's sort of an interesting because uh, I think we all agreed that like the the orders world was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was gorgeous. The tech was great. The tech was great, and it was just like the, the actual act of playing the game wasn't super fun. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. Missed like, that maybe, one checkbox. Yeah, it's, that one. <laughs> that one little part of video games yep, that yep. that old that old chestnut. Uh, so the idea of you know maybe another developer, more seasoned developer. Uh, Season on consoles, yeah. uh, handling an order follow up that could be really cool. Yeah, the order yeah, that'd be great. I think like for these guys, I'm actually really curious to see what Radio Dawn does after this because mm-hmm. like they said, yeah, they want to self publish, they want to be like own all their IP. Like that is setting themselves up for actually really a more interesting future as a developer. Um, 
Because I don't know, like I, I think that's where the power is, right? That's yeah. how you make more money and yeah. stay more stable. I feel like I mean, it's a weird. It's it's putting the, <laughs> the cart before the horse. Uh, it's, sure. That's a thing to say when you've made a couple amazing games that not only you know are critical successes and and commercial successes, but I don't quite think like I liked the PSP God of War games. I don't remember finishing them, but like I thought they were fine. And with the order again, it had its problems. So I feel like. Sort of saying we're growing as a company, we're become bigger than ever. Like, well, have you earned it yet? Sort of like what I mean. What is that like? What's the basis of that? Sure, I um, think yeah, it, it's ambition and it's like it is a risk, right? Because yeah. yeah, if you do this and then you come out with like one bad game, it's like hey, just kidding, we're back for the order three. Yeah, like yeah. I, I mm-hmm. think yeah, I, I think it. I'm sure they know that risk, you know. But mm-hmm. I think it'd be sure. cool. They, it yes. could be really cool for them. Yeah, yeah. God of War Vita. Huh. <laughs> right so, alongside the Bioshock. On a, on a sort of <laughs> similar note here, we got an email from Edward Hooten. Darn tootin' Edward Hooten. Don't do Beyond. Um, <laughs> what don't you want to see at the show? I really want Phantom Pain to present a cinematic trailer, not another gameplay demonstration. I want to explore the game on my own and learn the new exciting things organically with wow. the new experience. So what don't you want to see at E3? That's a really cool... No, everyone always says the opposite of that. Yeah. I, I like where he's going with that. That's really smart. We don't know really much about Metal Gear's story at all. Right. Like, it's kind of just... No. Uh, we do by the time. Oh, I could talk about it. I played two hours of Metal Gear. Oh, yeah, I could talk about that. No, I could talk about that because as of tomorrow morning, or as of the time you're listening to this now, uh, Jose's massive impressions will be online because Jose played like ten hours of it. Yeah, at like a Metal Gear boot camp, which I don't know what that means. They made him I, run. I, know, I watched. Uh, I watched <laughs> Jose's. Yeah, I watched Jose's video preview, which you can watch as of right now on IGN, yeah. and it's pro- it's one of my favorite video previews we've ever done yep. here. It is incredible. Every single thing he calls out, we have a visual representation of mm-hmm. it like the they they killed it on the edit um, yeah it's, it's incredible. really cool and jose is one of those like he's like you know like max and i like we are absolutely obsessed with this series uh yeah so jose got to play the prologue which i didn't the okay. prologue sort of what we saw originally with with snake in the hospital and like the weird like fire whale yeah. in the sky um and so there's a lot of story in that which i didn't get to play but i did get to play that initial uh, open world mission where you go to you have to rescue Master Miller, and that's in Afghanistan. Right? That's that's in Afghanistan, and that open world is freaking huge. So there are two main areas: there's right? Afghanistan and Africa. Yeah, yeah. The, the the two A's, the double A's. God, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> no, um. it's incredible. And then the base building stuff, like Fultoning and and building Mother Base, all of this seems incredible. Like this is. If you're not excited for this game yet, I mean, which is so absolutely can, insane. You so, can show up at your friend's mother bases and fuck their shit mm-hmm. up, right? Yep. Sorry yep. about that. No, you can. Seriously. When it comes to mother bases, say that. Say yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just, I love that. <laughs> just the, don't write it down. It's just the, the trailer for that game, I mean, the, the gameplay stuff. Like, that's the thing is I, I really want to digest the story. Like, I want to play. I, I'm, I like where Edward's coming from. We also totally just completely did not answer his question. Yeah, I know. Um, so let's, I, I'm sorry. I just got really excited for Metal Gear. Let's actually. Also, I do want to just double tangent and say I've known you for a long time. I hang out with you. A whole lot. I never knew you were a Metal Gear guy. Yeah, uh, Snake Eater um, is one of my favorite games of all time. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Learn something new. New wrinkle in my brain. New wrinkle in my brain. But yeah. sorry. Yes, uh, <clears throat> Edward. Uh, what don't we want to see at E3? I don't know. Right, what, what we, are, we should talk about Metal Gear. Do you want to just keep, probably, talking, about keep talking about Metal Gear? Keep talking about Metal Gear. Now I feel bad for Edward. We'll go back to Edward's question. Well, Edward's um, going to be happy because Edward talks about Metal Gear, and now we're going to talk about Metal Gear. So it's not like Edward yeah. brought up something, then we brought up something else. I don't want to see a guy with his with his T-shirt tucked into his jeans, but I will. Yeah, you what? absolutely will. You're going to see a lot of sweaty people. I'm going to be one of them. Yep. Wait, we still talking about Metal Gear? No, that's E3. Oh. Yeah, well, I want to see that Metal Gear either. <laughs> what if there's like, I'd love it if there's just a Metal Gear boss who's just like a 
really regular dude who's just in like some cargo shorts and he's mm-hmm. just like hi it's snake it's me again it's fred <laughs> orange antelope or something and you're like what do you people would be like wow that's so weird it's so genius yeah that's so, yeah. That's, that's so meta kojima you so meta well, remember the time you fought a guy who was just a fat guy in a bomb costume who was just drunk on roller skates <laughs> he's just rollerblading around with with a glass of wine and he's just like You'll never stab me, Snake, or Raiden, or whatever your name is. Yeah. It's just like, what about when you fought a guy who was just like, oh, I heard you like ape escape. I yeah, that. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an S and M psychic. I can turn invisible. Do you like I'm... Mario Party for the GameCube? I know you do. <laughs> did they have weird stuff like that on Twin Snakes? Of course it did. Yeah, that game was really broken, by the way, because you could fight everything in first person and just. Yeah, that's, that's not, none of it was supposed to work like that. <laughs> yeah, there was there was parts where I remember playing that and <clears throat> friggin' like just standing at the top of this flight of stairs in first person, and the guards don't look where they're going because mm-hmm. they're just like they just look at the ground, so yeah. they're just like running straight up and just like. You know, just, <laughs> yep. Anyway, um, Phantom Pain. I'm. You played two hours. Played two hours. I played through that mission. Uh, it's it, the stealth felt really good. The open world stuff felt really good. Did it feel like Ground Zeroes? Like I yeah, mean, it felt like Ground Zeroes just on such a larger scale. Yeah. Um, More selection of stuff to do. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and and just like you know, ways that in the single mission, like he's in this little village, and just ways of approaching it to where you could go in guns a blazing, or you could try to wait until night and go in just under the guise. So of it's like a big old Far Cry outpost. It's like a big old Far Cry. Oh, outpost. it sounds yep. so good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds. So good. That's so, actually the we, single most exciting line of 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 hype I have I have yeah. for this game. Yeah. It's right there. It's just multiple, so, but with, with with balloons and goats. And yeah, like which I love. It's, it's there's, there's this really like uh, great comedy to it all of walking mm-hmm. up and like shooting somebody and tying their leg to a balloon and watching them fly away. Yeah, which is awesome. It's also funny because you learn to do that back at your base and ocelots like uh, go knock out that guy and like you yeah. walk up to him and he's like sir and then you just like punch him and <laughs> knock him out and then fault on him and I'm like wait where is he being taken if he's already at the base. <laughs> So you can uh, you can decide to not kill somebody in the game mm-hmm. and then recruit them for yeah. your base. They end up on your boat later. So, Gotta yeah. catch them all, yeah. <laughs> soldiers. So, can you can you can you kind of explain to me like how the base thing works? Because it looks like Snake's just building this giant madhouse of crazy people. Yeah, and it's not just people; it's animals. Yeah. it's crates, it's tanks. But then people try to kill it. <laughs> then people come and try to kill it. But also, if you Hi, try to, D, I choose you. If you if you instead of like knocking someone out, if you like shoot them and they're bleeding and then you try to Fulton them they could die on the way if you try to Fulton during a thunderstorm the balloon could break and the thing could fall and die that's so like awesome you could, you could try to send a goat up and it could get lost in a storm <laughs> yes 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 I'm so stoked it's so insane it that's is just, awesome it I is like so that, weird I like that this is a game where you can get inside of a cardboard box that has a big bikini woman on the side of it and she's so sexy <laughs> that the guy who's guarding the whatever the thing is yeah. forgets that he's supposed to be guarding it and that this doesn't make any sense and you'll just be like whoa look at that sexy bikini lady and then you punch him in the face through the box this game is great it is so weird you just like so you rescue master miller and he's all like he's all messed up he's like man i don't know what happened like I th- we're not, snake I those are we're alaskan <laughs> field mice he's like we're i think we're in hell we're not in hell we're already dead i'm like well that doesn't make sense you know but then he's like there and and you're riding a chopper over the ocean and snake like puts on headphones and you could choose what song to play and so i just choose like space oddity and i'm just like sitting there listening to david bowie and i'm like 
how long can I do this for? The <laughs> yeah. entire song plays, and I'm like, what is this game? <sighs> like, literally, what are we playing? Oh, like, my you, God. You literally spend the game stealing people's cassette tapes. <laughs> like, instead of dog tags, you steal cassette tapes from people. To, That's like, add awesome. To your collection, to, like, be able to listen to your, <laughs> in your Walkman as you're flying from oh, Africa to your yes, weird water base with goats. I'm so excited it about this. It is the this. weirdest. It is the dumbest. It is the weirdest. I am so excited. This sounds like it is just doubling down so hard yeah. on just the just the f- with people. Yeah, this is like, what I've always loved is, about is, Metal Is this Gear. like the weird, this is like the like the Mariah Carey Christmas album she has to make when the record label's like, you owe us one more album. And she's like, yeah, go suck my <laughs> And she just makes the weirdest, craziest thing. Just gets In the words it of there. Mariah Carey. <laughs> like, I feel like Konami was just like, you still owe us one. And he's like, I'll give you one. <laughs> if you're bad at the game, it makes you wear a chicken hat. <laughs> Yeah, it does. If you, if you lose an emission enough, it makes you wear a chicken hat. That's it's awesome. Just, oh, God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And you just go steal a goat. Yeah. Your horse will take take a dump. You can make your horse crap. Yeah, and if you want to... As long as he's alive, you, I don't care. You if you want bosses? If you want to move... I didn't find any bosses. Uh, there was a part... After you rescue Master Miller, uh, these, like, five, like, scary zombie robot ninjas show up, and they're all, like, twitching and scary, and they can teleport. Uh, and if they catch you, it's an automatic death. So I... I tricked them with my horse. I sent my horse out, and they ran after my horse. Did they and kill I, him? Uh, I don't know what happened. They, I, I did not, I did <laughs> you not, piece of trash. I did not see what happened to that horse afterwards because I used that as a diversion. You're part of the damn problem. <laughs> I just love that, he like... He found the goat in the thunderstorm, and they I became just, friends. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, the, I just... Found a goat in a thunderstorm sounds like a David Bowie song. <laughs> it's, my, it's my favorite sexual position. Goat and in I found the goat in the thunderstorm. Um, yeah, I just... I love right. the... the the ludonarrative dissonance in Metal yeah. Gear is the is the best. It is my. It's always been my mm-hmm. favorite thing about. It. You can put a claymore mine in a urinal, and a guy's like, "Well, I don't know what that noise was, but I'm gonna go take a." <laughs> <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "What was that? Let's go check." Ah, never mind. Whatever. And you can. Yep. Yeah, you can shoot birds, and I just think it sounds like this is totally <laughs> just going crazy with this. I'm so stoked. I love that these these like cyborg ninjas who can like teleport, mm-hmm. and they're like scary, and they're. Yeah. I mean, we've seen them in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Like those guys. Yeah, they are. I love that you can just be like. I know what'll trick him, and you just send your horse. horse out. It's like yeah. you're freaking MacGyver. Yeah. Like that's totally some. That's like some bull. Mm-hmm. bull. I'm sorry we're swearing so much. Metal Gear oh, yeah. looks awesome. That again. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's two it, right there. Yeah, that yeah. two hours was pretty great though. I'm oh, like, go three watch curses. Uh, that's sorry, Alexio. That's that's a lot of work. Ah, uh, Metal Gear. Yeah. Okay, very um, good. So what, what you... don't we want to see? E3. Yeah. What do not you want to not see? Yeah. Okay. So going back to Edward Hooten's question, what? Don't we want to see E3? So I don't want to see a single press conference go off without a technical hip- hiccup of some kind. Hippics. Hippics. A technical, like, like, a technical like hippogriff. I love because I, lo- I love like when the battlefield demo broke and that guy had to stand there for what felt like four days, <laughs> and it was just like the music kept going, but there was nothing on screen. You just watched him live his entire life. Yeah, and there's just was a really man mad too. Uh, yeah, a man ages rapidly in front of you, <laughs> standing yeah. on screen while it's like watching like, like, oh, time lapse of life. It's a time lapse of a rotting corpse of a fox. <laughs> 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 Molds over. Um, uh, I kind of want to edit that now. I kind of want to just turn turn the longest technical difficulty ever into a video. Um, I don't want to see a guy's hands when they're showing me a game in action. Like I don't want them to cut to the controller and be like, "Meanwhile, in case you've forgotten, how video games in the work. interest of nothing, here's this man's yeah. hands." To, to, a video game. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know it. it like we know why we're here. It's yeah. a game. You know, presumably there's going to be some like you know some smoke and mirrors to make things look cooler. You know, like. What I've heard is that um, what's standard practice is they've got the people who are trained to basically go through the demo and show off everything, and they have to rehearse that. It's like a recital. Yeah. But what isn't really public knowledge is that there's an exact duplicate person backstage 
and they they are they are basically streaming simultaneously. So it's like uh, it's like synchronized synchronized gaming basically. Yeah. And if they have a technical hiccup, they just flip a switch and they go from like feed input one to input two, and right. it's just like that's how you work around. I think like Assassin's Creed did that one year, and it was like like it. It stopped working, but then it suddenly was just working again, and you're like, "What did they do?" You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I hate all that stuff because it like it gives them a, an excuse to show not the game for a moment. Like they'll cut over to somebody's hands or like a logo for mm-hmm. a second. Speaking of which, I don't want to see logos for things that aren't actually things. Instead right, of just like, and in 2017, Project Turtle. Like, <laughs> get, get that trash off the screen. It's not a game. Show me that when it's a game. I don't. I, yeah. Don't, you I don't want to see anything announced that is coming out. Anytime after fall of 2016. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see a trailer for a new studio. Like that was like Black Tusk did that. They were yeah, like, the guy climbing really up the building, cool. and you're like, "What is this cool new game?" And, and now like, they make Gears of War. Yeah, and then they change their name, and it's like, "What? Yeah. Like this is how I'm in a band. Like I'm yeah. just like, oh, we have a name. I don't yeah. play anything. My friend has a guitar. I think. Like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> all of these like center around just like don't do anything pandering. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't don't wheel out a, a crappy celebrity who doesn't know what they're talking about. Like, don't spend too much time on numbers and also, like, I, stuff I don't care about. I don't want to be shitty. Nope, sorry. You can be shitty. Uh, but I, like, don't show us mobile games during the press conferences. Like, honestly, like, that's just not the place for it. It's not the audience for it. Yeah. Um, I think, like, it's... Every year there's like the whatever it is that, space for swears. that kills the <laughs> momentum. In every conference, yep. there's always that one moment where it's like, oh, it was going so well, and then it just dies. And yep. then they maybe pick it up again before the end. It's like, how do people not know by now? Just like, everyone don't do that. was dying to hear about Wonder Book, too. Wonderbook! Wonder Book! I'm More Tony Wonder Hawk, Book. and when I'm not doing the Ollies, I'm playing the Mayan on the on my Wonder Book. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not there should Ollie's. just be a trapdoor where he falls into a pit. <laughs> I want Tony Hawk to just come out and arbitrarily announce stuff that doesn't have, like, yep. he comes out and everyone's like, oh, new Tony Hawk game, and he's like, guess what, everyone, yeah. I just took There's shoot in West <laughs> Hall around the back it's lobby. Just, or he just comes out and he's, he's like, Gears of War fans will be thrilled to learn that there's a new Gears of War trading card game coming yes. to have mobile devices, and you're like, Or what? it's just like an old 90s, like, celebrity endorsed, like, Project do drugs. Yeah. Five. Like, just what, Tony Hawk, why are you here? You can make pretzels yeah, at get... home using regular breads. <laughs> Regular friends. <laughs> Save money by reusing coffee filter. <laughs> what a weird thing. I'm Tony Hawk, and let's talk about insurance policies. <laughs> okay, so we're going to try something new. Um, Brian hopped in the group and basically asked you guys, the Facebook group, that is, which mm-hmm. is a place you should hang out because it's full of lovely people. Yeah, the, pro- um, the Podcast Beyond Facebook group. Podcast Beyond. Podcast Beyond. That's what you're listening to still for some reason. Hot bats. <laughs> um, so we, we asked, just got a bunch of questions for you guys that we're going to try to burn through really fast. Brian called them rapid fire PlayStation minis. That's right. They're tiny little bite-sized baby questions for our baby ears like to consume. Like that one, the hamster in space or whatever That's right. So called. let's fly through them. Number one, Devin Simpson asks, is a PS3 price cut needed? Right now it's about $220 or $250 with a discount. Go far, we're, we're trying to find information on this. Mm-hmm. It seems like everyone's chopping off $30. Bucks. Yeah. So do we need a PS3 price I cut? I bet you it's going to be $30 bu- or it's going to be a $200 bucks by Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, know, I, know, I know the game bundled in. I know that we need it, but I think Sony wants to clear out. Yeah, those I, I don't think it'll be a thing at E3, but uh, yeah. I think I mean having a $150 console at Christmas would be incredible. Speaking yeah, of which, make a slimmer, yeah. like the last PS2. Like you think they're gonna make another one? No, well, no, but I'm saying if if they can make it cheaper to make, and if that's how your price is, it, is it cursed? If it gets thinner, it's like the hit film thinner. Yeah, yeah. man was cursed. Was that's he right. ran over. If they make a, they make a, a gypsy, another slim one, like a really really slim yeah. one. It's like that last PS2. I'm I might like stupidly buy one. What if they make one so thin you can't see it? Number two, Jason Hale asks, 
or Jason Hales, is the Vita getting a price drop since it's dead? Oh. It's, it's, it's not dead, and yes. Oh. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, I, number, I think it'll absolutely get a price drop. Number three, Carter McDaniels asks, what type of game do you think would best lend itself to bring a Morpheus exclusive? I think a WarioWare-esque micro game title would be a fun game and a great way to showcase the tech of the headset. Uh, I love that idea. I also kind of disagree because I think they're going for immersion, so having something that switches between 50 different things in 10 seconds with a guy screaming, Wah! would be a little ridiculous. <laughs> throw up after every game. I feel like uh, some type of uh, game would be a spooky game. I think people yeah. want a spooky game in Morpheus that's immersive. People I think it's a great get, idea. They're going to get two spooks, though. Maybe we should call it Silent Hills. Number four, Rob Ooh. Tisdale asks, what advantage do you get from going commando at E3? Or should you just wear underwear? Now, for people who don't understand, going commando it's is where you... called Swamp Ass. You, no, it's, it's, it's not. A, it's real. Swamp Ass is a different thing. No, Swamp Ass is no, no, Going, going commando is when you wear nothing underneath, no. your nothing around your, your parts. You just wear yeah. jeans or pants. I was, it, I was answering his ball. question. What advantage? It's not an advantage. It's called Swamp Ass. Do you get that with or without? You're going to get that walking around. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Does anyone? Why would you not wear underwear? underwear yeah. No, don't wear. Don't underwear. free nut. Don't free ball it at the E3 <laughs> press well. conference. All right. Can we, we don't just need cut up this entire segment? <laughs> yeah. Number five. Noah Piasek asks, one minute weigh in on Shenmue three. Anyway in hell, thank you. Nope. <laughs> Probably not. No, yeah. really doubt it. I'm gonna say yeah. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I no. think they'll put the crane game on iOS with a middle finger when you beat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, about it. Every every time someone beats the game, there's like a guillotine <laughs> that gets a little bit lower on Yu Suzuki's head. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Shinji Mikami never cut his head off after RE4. And that is the rapid fire PlayStation Minis segment. If you like it, let us know. We'll keep doing more. I like going through quick. Quick questions like that. Yeah, little yeah. bite-sized babies. Quick yeah. pro questions. Don't, don't you know? Cover up your balls at E3. Shen me three. Shen me three is not happening, and we're getting price cuts left and the right. Everyone's Shenmue, Shenmue, don't say any more questions about underwear. There. <laughs> that was the warrior wear of uh, Q and A. Yeah, that's kind of what that, that is. Good. And yeah. of course, like I said, go to the Facebook, uh, the Facebook Beyond podcast group. Um, Guys, I have an announcement. Oh, yeah. You know what's exciting that comes out this week? What? Lego Jurassic Park. Oh, that's this week? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I need before E3. Yeah, that's going to be great. I'm so excited about that. So uh, that's all three. Is it all four movies? Yeah, all four movies. The Jurassic Park quadrology? <laughs> quadrology. Uh, a bunch of games are coming out this week. Alien Archives, Gradius, which is just Gradius. That's a video game. That's, that's right. A, uh, Elder Thank Scrolls. you for that noise to that, illustrate what a video game is. Well, people weren't watching the video. They didn't know. You, should, you shouldn't be rude. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is coming to PS4 finally. Yeah. Uh, it's free to play. Sort of? I right? think there's a subscription. Oh, not free to play. No, it's not a subscription. You still have to buy the game. Oh, you buy yeah, the that's game. That's what it is. You buy the game. There's a pool game called Hustle Kings. That seems... Uh, it's got one-on-one matches. Someone's going to get shot in Someone's that game. Get shot. Don't play that game. Invokers <laughs> Tournament, which is a MOBA for PS4. We don't have Mitch on, though, so we're not going to talk about that more. Uh, Lego Jurassic World and Operation Abyss, the new Tokyo Legacy. It's got uh, it's got young girls on the cover. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're, they're part of the X-Squad Code Physics Agency. We did that. Good. All right. I felt good about it. I'm really excited uh, for uh, Jurassic World. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so am I. That's super cute. Because yeah. most of those movies are not good, but playing the Lego versions of them will be awesome. It'll be adorable. Because mm-hmm. there's Lego pterodactyls. Yeah. Terrible dactyls. We have one last big thing to talk about. Yeah. Podcast yeah. Beyond that we're doing a live house party. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you want to come to wow. the house party, I'm so sorry because everyone was like, you guys had so much energy last week. It was great. Also, Max you had wasn't tons there. It was of energy. Awesome. I wasn't there. But you had tons of energy this yeah. week until the part where you yeah. talked about a thing called a house party. Yeah. House party sounds like a nap for me. That's what I do in my <laughs> It's house like someone, someone snuck in here and she hit you with a tranquilizer dart right there. Like, I'm so tired. We're doing a <laughs> 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 
Um, yeah, IGN's house party. Uh, it is Podcast Beyond 400. Yeah. Yay. June and 27th. June 27th. Also, Podcast Unlocked 200. That's yes, a Saturday. In San Francisco. At Broadway. Broadway Studios. Studios. Right near the majority of strip clubs yeah. in San Francisco. That's yep. right. So if you yeah. have never been near a strip club, you're going you were, to, you're going you're going to, going to, be, to be go to a bunch of cool bars. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is this is a big celebration of two of our sort of flagship podcasts, but also there's going to be representation from all IGN there. People like Jose Otero, Parrish Schneider, people from NBC yeah, will Naomi, be there. Damon. Yeah, everyone's gonna be there. So that's it's sort of like, yeah, it's we wanted to throw a big thing for four hundred, but we also wanted to throw a big thing for two hundred and then just a big party in general. We yep. just have never really done a big day of IGN stuff. Yep. Where we get to just hang out with fans. Come hang I mean, out. We, we try to do this stuff at like PAX and it ends up kind of smaller than we need it to be. So this is one big central location. Tickets are flying. There's like 80 of them, 75 yeah, they're, or, yeah, or something yeah, like that. We're, we're uh, I think they're $26, but yeah. you get a T-shirt, you get food and beverages If all you want to jump on that right now, we have a very quick, easy URL. It is go.ign.com slash house party. No That's special right. characters or spaces or anything. Yeah, it's I mean, it's going to be super It's gonna be super cool. We're planning uh, cool, exclusive reveals there, footage. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, kill an actual we're horse. Gonna kill, we're going to yeah, kill a horse. Just for Brian. Better not. We're going to have a cake. Yeah, and it's gonna be shaped like a we're horse, s- and we're gonna cut off the headpiece and just hand it to Brian. And we're gonna screen the and film we're gonna house set party. The whole, yeah, yeah, we're gonna screen Marty's the favorite. entire yeah. film house party and house party two. Yeah, we're gonna be live streaming. And Marty's gonna cut um, his hair like that. One guy, solitaire. Mm-hmm. None of this is gonna happen. Nothing. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have yeah. fun. Yes. There's also an after party at Neck of the Woods. If you can't make one, maybe show up to the other. Uh, mm-hmm. Damon Hatfield will be DJing there. Uh, that's in the inner Richmond. Yeah, so. so Neck of the Woods is 21 and over, but a House Party is not. Yes. The only thing 21 and over is if you want to buy alcoholic beverages. That's right. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Some cool. of us will. I know a lot of you maybe came to Podcast Beyond 200 or 300, which were held in the office. Uh, we're trying to aim for something just as cool, if not cooler, um, yep. with special guests and whatnots and... and uh, just haunted ghosts. Yep, there's yeah. gonna yeah. be a haunted We're gonna ghosts. kill an actual ghost. <laughs> I like how it's just like we're announcing things. We're gonna kill this thing. We're gonna kill that thing. Yeah. Video games. There don't will make be you no violent. murder at the IGN house party. You can't promise. You can't, that. There will you... be no premeditated murder <laughs> at the IGN house party. You can't promise that there won't be any murder somewhere. Yeah, there could be a murder. <laughs> You're so, just yeah. setting yourself up with that. A lot of weird stuff going on right yeah. now. Yeah. We will try not to let anything die during this. We show. will hopefully have a great time, and hopefully That's you'll right. be there with us. And thank you there so much will for not listening. Be, and... There won't be a horse cake. No, there won't there's, be... no, there's no horse cake. There's no I kind of want a horse cake. I kind of. Yeah. We should totally get a horse cake. We should get a horse cake. We have to go get a horse cake for Brian. But thank you all for for listening so much. If you'd like to write us emails. That's the thing you can do. It is just beyond at IGN.com. Yep. Uh, we are all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Marty is McBiggity. Brian is Agent Bizzle. And Andrew is Garfep. 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 That's right. On that note, <sighs> tie a goat to a weather balloon and set a horse on fire. Beyond. 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 Tie a goat to a weather balloon. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.